Coming up on the Crossfade Podcast, we're going to be talking about the 2004 zombie flick, Shaun of the Dead. Do we love it? Do we hate it? Can dogs look up? Tune in and find out on the Crossfade Podcast, Episode 3. Episode three of the Crossway Podcast. Oh, I feel like I haven't been here. We haven't done this in a while, yeah, right? In I know. A while. I also feel that way. It has been like two weeks, right? For this, yeah, since we recorded because we missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We missed Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. Well, I was just making the a joke. Worst Super you were... Bowl of all fucking time. True. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, I don't that want to. Kind of a weird weekend. That was where, a weird. Weekend. Where we went. That was also. weird and wild and. <sighs> Wacky weekend. Anyways, welcome to the Crossfade Podcast. <laughs> I'm Steven Prieto. Jacob Kearney. And first of all, I would just like to say thanks to everyone who's given us kind words already listening to the podcast. A bunch of our friends, a bunch of family have hit me up saying like, you guys are doing a great job. You guys are funny. You guys are doing this and that and the other. You should get rid of Jacob. But it's whatever. It's, you Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> So, sucks. first of all, thanks to everyone who's listened, who's helped get our our downloads up to like 73 downloads Oof. in two episodes. It's pretty lit skis, if you ask me skis. <laughs> I... Yeah, this is exciting, <laughs> dude. Episode three, this is it's going to be a thing. So, bef- before anything, we should say what movie we're doing. Yeah. Um, Just so you know. We're doing the, you said 2004? Yes. 2004 film, Shaun of the Dead. Yes. So Simon Pegg, uh, Nick Frost are the leads. I and think the little tagline on it was a romantic comedy with zombies. It's a pretty good way to describe it. That is, yeah. It's like a crossover buddy comedy. Yeah. Horror comedy. So just so you guys know, we're doing Shot of the Dead. But uh, I did have some stuff that I wanted to get on the bulletin the bulletin board material, as it were, before we... Just announcements? Yeah. Just Class announcements. announcements. Yeah, so yeah. last episode... I don't know if you remember, but we were talking about someone who's very near and dear to our hearts, Lance Bass, okay. and his, his quest to become an astronaut. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've done some research, okay? okay? And I've written down some notes. So, per a Billboard article that was published on September 9th, 2002, in quotes, pop star Lance Bass's dreams of going to space have officially gone pop. So... <laughs> Not looking good for our boy. Yeah, I would Damn. say no. That's a very sad ending to our saga. Well, that but wasn't I, too long ago that that came out or no. anything. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, 2002. <laughs> uh, so then I was like, okay, that was 2002. Has he gone since then? I found some more quotes. There's this one says, Bass, or ba- Bass, oh my God. Bass had hoped to rocket away from Kazakhstan on October 28th, but TV producers failed to raise the estimated $20 million <laughs> For the Russian space officials last week, and they kicked off Bass from the upcoming crew. As of 2016, Lance Bass is still working toward achieving his mission of getting into space. And then I have in quote in parentheses, I for one completely endorse this endeavor. And if this podcast achieves anything, it will be getting Mr. Bass <laughs> into space. <laughs> so. Welcome to the Crossfade Podcast, where we talk about movies, TV shows, and video games from, you know, our perspective, Uh uh and where we also champion and fight for Lance Bass's quest of getting into space. Because that's 
probably one of the most important things. <laughs> I think so. That our energy could be put into. Our energy, our money. So if you guys ever, you know, wanted to, like, donate to us, I'll, I'm happy to announce that 100% of our ad revenue will be going towards the $20 million <laughs> needed to raise yep, yep. for Lance Bass to get into space. So, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much all I have for bulletin and board material. Okay, so um, like we said, we're watching, we're taking a look at Shaun of the Dead this week. So why don't you go ahead and tell me the first time you ever heard of Shaun of the Dead, how you got into this movie, etc. You probably. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. You showed me a lot of these kinds of movies. Uh, as you know, I didn't have the the freedom to watch That's whatever true. the fuck I wanted. That's true. Home. I didn't even think about it. This movie is rated R as fuck. So. My mom's all about those uh, those fucking ratings. So yeah. if it's if I'm under thir- or if I was under thirteen and there was a PG thirteen movie, I was not allowed to watch it. If she had any like power or say in, I totally the forgot about this. Yeah, uh, my dad on the other, he didn't care. Like yeah, I, so I I used to see like you know I saw Tombstone as a kid. I saw like Terminators, like all, like the old ones as yeah. a kid, the older ones. How come your mom was so into like uh, like those ratings kinds of things? Because you weren't able to play, like, mature-rated games either, huh? No, nothing. Or anything like that? Nothing. You couldn't even buy, like, tobacco before you were 21? Yeah, she didn't, let me, she didn't let me drink. Whack. Yeah, she didn't let me do drugs. Meanwhile, our parents were like, oh, I want to go see the re-release of Exorcist at the theaters. You're coming with us even though you don't want to see it. Until I, like, cried and was uh, like, can you please just let me go watch Bring It On? They, uh, they actually made me, or, like, I don't know if it was made me, but they made me watch, like this cops uh x-files crossover once with them and i had nightmares about really? it but that's when i had nightmares about like the dude in the top hat or the you know the oh yeah yeah, yeah oh so... remember we watched that one uh yeah and i was like wait that's Holy a thing shit. and you guys were like uh... tell the story tell the story because this is a fucking crazy story uh i went over to steven's house and it was us two and then we were watching Brenda a documentary about sleep paralysis yeah, so that well, you guys were already watching yeah. it when I got there, and then when I got, it was like, like halfway through when I got there, and it was like uh, a scene kind of like a like dramatization. So okay, so before you got there, we were, we were watching a the documentary was like interviewing people that have had sleep paralysis, and they were kind of just talking about different things that they experienced and stuff yeah. like that. And but uh, it, it ju- I just remember it kept having like these little scenes where it wasn't like yeah, like real a, interviews. Yeah, like it a was recreation like or yeah, something. like recreation. Yeah, like yeah. recreation. Yeah, and I just saw like this outline of like a a guy in like a doorway, and it was like the silhouette uh, was like a taller guy with like this top hat, like or like brimmed hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so you saw that. I saw that, and I was like, oh shit, I've had a dream about that guy. And then you guys looked at me like, what the fuck? And I was like, what is that? So, because before you got there, what you didn't know was that when we were watching it, it was like, oh, all these people have sleep paralysis, like chronic sleep paralysis. They always experience these kinds of of things. And what's fucking, like, what's fucked up is that they always all see the same thing. And this guy with, like, the top hat and the suit and, like, him being a silhouette is, like, a common occurrence that people see. And we don't know if it's, like, just a coincidence or if that's, like, someone from, like, another fucking realm or some yeah. shit that's, like, actually plaguing these yeah. people. And so you were, like, like, oh, I've seen that guy before. Like, all we were, casually, too. Yeah, and we were all, like, Aah! So 
<laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, and then we told you, like, oh, shit, dude, this is, like... All right, I think I said, like, hey, that looks like a guy from, like, one of my yeah, something. Yeah, I remember that. Shit. Yeah, and you guys all looked at me like, what the fuck? And then we told you about it, and you were yeah. like, what? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's... I forgot about that. And that... That wasn't the only time, too. I remember that happening multiple times, but I don't remember it as vividly as the X-Files cops yeah, night. Shit, dude, I've never had, I mean, knock on wood, but I've never had sleep paralysis yeah. ever. Well, I don't remember it being sleep paralysis either. I, I guess I do. Like, I, I remember laying there just kind of like, what, like staring yeah. at it from like under my covers waiting for it to move and it never did. Yeah, Jesus. And, but dude. then I got up and I just snuck like I literally like snuck between it and the door jam. I was like, fuck this and I like ran through. Oh I forgot that you like passed it. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Ooh, fuck, we're not talking about that, alright? Because that's that just fucking freaked me out. Um <laughs> So I showed you this movie. Yeah, you did. Uh like you just didn't you have like a bunch of DVDs and shit like that? Yeah, okay. So the way I found this movie, I think my dad showed me this movie. I don't remember the first time I ever remember watching it. I was watching it with my dad. I think he might have like rented it or something. Yeah, I, remember I never you even had... heard about it. I never saw it in the theaters or anything like that. I just uh-huh. remember it being on DVD. Yeah, and um, I remember I remember watching it with him. And at the time, I was obsessed with two things: the band Queen and zombies. So this movie is like a just a mixture of the two and i was like this is everything that i've ever wanted ever <laughs> and i remember just watching it at our san bernardino apartment with my dad and just falling in love with this movie i'm gonna say that about every movie that we fucking do but i felt i legit fell in love with this movie we were watching it last night and i was like saying word for word the yeah. lines like it's one of those movies where yeah. you're like annoying and you want to just say every line before it mm-hmm. comes up mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were like what not eight or nine when it came out in 2004 so we probably were, like, in fourth or fifth grade, and I was like, hey, you should watch this movie, Shaun of the Dead. It's, like, really cool. I think so, yeah. It was one of those movies that I watched at your house because I knew I wasn't allowed to watch it at home. Yeah. That's what I was getting at earlier. Like, I'd always go to your house for that kind of shit. Yeah, that's true. This was one of those. Remember when I got you a Linkin Park uh, D- CD for Christmas, and we had to, like, smuggle it because you weren't allowed to have it? It wasn't just Linkin Park. Oh, dude. you're right. I'm oh, sorry. Come oh, on, my dude. apologies to Mr. Z. It was that fucking sweet ass Linkin Park Jay Z crossover? <laughs> that shit was lit. You're, the night that I went to go get that for you at Target, um, we got it, and then there was like somebody this... called you a loser and spit in your <laughs> face. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Um, I wish they were. They do that now. They do that now. Dude. <laughs> uh, there was like this this weird deck of cards but it was like gi joe theme like like hasbro or whoever was trying to start a a trading card but centered around gi joe instead of pokemon or something like that and i picked it up and i was like oh this is weird but like it's kind of cool like this looks cool or whatever but i've never heard anything about this Mm -hmm. and my dad saw me looking at it and he was like hey uh uh put that in the uh put that in the cart um my my boss's my boss's uh my boss wants it and i was (laughs) like what and he's like just just put it in the cart and then as soon as we were done paying for everything, we grabbed the bags and he reached into like the, the plastic target bag and took it out. And he's like, Hey, here you go. Here, happy, or Merry Christmas. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was Your like, boss wants it, huh? <laughs> I was like, like you couldn't come. Well, oh, my boss what wants a, what this. A, on the spot thinking. <laughs> but like, also he couldn't have just been like, Hey, do you want this? This is buy yours. Right yeah, now? I know. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? That's and funny. then if you were going to come up with this, like, uh, li- like not live, but this story, 
and then just gave it to me not before we're even out of the store. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he he expected you to believe that his boss had contacted him at some point and was <laughs> yeah. like, "Yo, I need those fucking." <laughs> what new, was it? Brand new trader. Tra- I said Trader just Joe's. Ran, it was GI like, Joe trading cards. But it, it, so they were just like Pokemon cards, but with GI Joe. Yeah, I, but I got you like, some. I remember that. Yeah, but it wasn't like it, it never became a thing after like that one Christmas. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't expect it to. Yeah, me neither. But uh, it was that. Uh, oh, my, my my boss wants my one boss one. wants. <laughs> <laughs> what if his boss did want some though? <laughs> his boss has a collection. <laughs> yeah, and he and he goes he, like he got fired the next day because he was like, "Where the fuck are my GI Joe <laughs> trading cards?" <laughs> <laughs> so every time we, I think about that Linkin Park CD or I hear that one song with the two of them, with Linkin Park and Jay-Z, I think of those trading cards and how great of a liar my dad was. But centered around Christmas, he was never a good liar because, I mean, spoiler warning for anyone with kids or anyone, just spoiler warning, right? I'm about to ruin people's lives with this, so watch out who you listen to this around. But one time at Christmas, I was six and I saw, like, a frosted painting of Santa Claus on a window, like, at AutoZone or something. And I turned to my dad, and I had already had my doubts. And I was like, Dad, is Santa Claus real? And he, like, didn't even look me in the eye. He just, like, was in the car and was like, no. And, like, kept driving. And I was like, man, I can see that. this man has no, he has no grace or <laughs> what is the, like, nuance. Yeah. But a legend. My dad uh, or my parents are big into that shit yeah yeah like still not big in, no fuck no oh not big say, into Kyle it believe in santa claus my parents believe in santa claus dude, oh, <laughs> God, dude. i have to bring them fucking gifts every year <laughs> it's bullshit that that's why they never got they never bought you guys anything for like 18 years yeah and they were like i don't understand why didn't santa claus yeah, when i was come? when i was five years old both both of my grandparents both sets of grandparents like got me together and they were like look they still fucking believe in santa <laughs> We need to. You need to go out and buy so some they, every year. They for just them. never did any Christmas shopping. Yeah. They're like, I don't. So I don't every get year it. they would understand. be running out like in their pajamas, like fucking excited <laughs> and shit. Yeah, it's bullshit. And you have a you had a chimney, so I did. I've never like. Oh, we've had a chimney in Covina. I don't think it was actually like through. Like you couldn't. Oh really? Yeah, it had like a great. Oh, but into it like it. worked as a chimney, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Oh, but you couldn't hop you into your like, roof and yeah, shimmy I can't. Down. I can't shimmy down it. Can you do that with any? Any chimney? Yeah, isn't there like a little like like a little level thing to catch like animals? Yeah, a flu. Yeah, is that what it's called? Well, the the f- I don't know, dude. Oh, you're thinking of flu powder, uh, idiot. Oh, Just kidding. Fuck. So yeah, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, <laughs> a nice buddy. You know, just a nice little comedy zombie movie. Yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Hit me with that synopsis, big boy. Uh, all right, so Shaun of the Dead is, I think, what Rotten Tomatoes calls a rom-zom-com. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so romance, comedy, or uh, I don't even remember the order. Zombo. Yeah, and zombies. Uh, basically, um... It's about two best friends that live in a a flat together with, like, their roommate that they used to be friends with. Uh, And they're basically just kind of low lives. One of them works in an electronics store. The other one doesn't have a job or doesn't, or can, like, contribute at all, basically. Uh, Basically, there's a, 
uh, like an ex girlfriend or wife in the picture, and she had broken up with him recently. So he's all down on his luck and you know pissed off and sad and shit and getting picked on by his inferiors at his job. Uh, and then a zombie apocalypse happens or a zombie outbreak happens. Yeah, so you have all this extra baggage, and then a zombie apocalypse happens. Yeah, and, uh, and he's uh, survived. So it's basically just him trying to wrangle his like close like relatives and shit together uh and keep them alive which is probably what would happen like if it, like a legit yeah, exactly, apocalypse yeah. happened you know what i mean like yeah. you, you can't like you know when we talk about like oh well you know if there was a zombie apocalypse you and me would go down to arizona yeah. and we would just fuck shit up or whatever but in reality you're like hey, i had to take care of my family i have to figure out some kind of harness that i can strap to my back so that i can have my mom on my back because you know <laughs> her legs yeah. don't work too good so yeah, you know, if 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 we left it up to her, I'd be, be fucking, you know, done donezo. Can I be on your front? Because my legs don't <laughs> yeah. work either. Honestly, I think I would have to create like some sort of harness, like a baby harness for like the front, but for the back, so that my mom could just like be a backpack on me, yeah. and I'd strap her with like an AK or something, and just you should have her on as backwards. We're walking, she'll be. I'll cut her legs off too, so it's easier, <laughs> like less weight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. nice. and she'll just be perched on on the back. Like, did you ever see Aliens with uh with uh, Winona Ryder. No, there, yeah, there's a guy yeah, who has yeah, who's like paralyzed yeah. and they're carrying him on his back. So that would probably be, but you know, in a you real zombie apocalypse, should, you should probably just like get rid of all of her body and put her head in like a little <laughs> a little tank on your stomach. But she needs fingers to ar- shoot too. Well, it floats around and then yeah, I don't know how that works, but because like in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, if we're like cuffed, like if we're you know cornered or something, I would want to be able to spin in a circle. And my mom's firing from my back, and I'm firing from the front. Bullet tornado. Yeah. So, she at least needs her arms. She could be like Geodude. Just a head and arms. She'd have laser eyes. <laughs> so, fuck you. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, that's so it. Yeah, yeah. That was synopsis. Basically, them just trying to survive. Guy trying to piece his life together while the entire world falls apart. Him trying to figure his wife out? Or was were they married? No. No, so figure his ex-girlfriend out. I thought you got a list out. out of nowhere. I was going to be like... His wife? Yeah. Did you want to figure his life out? <laughs> wife out? All right. So like we said earlier, um, we're we're going to just do our... I got... We, we whittled it down to top five favorite scenes so that we're not rambling too long. So I'm just going to go ahead and list them off for you. We can just go one at a time. One at a time. All right. So the first one that I have, which you actually texted me this because <laughs> we watched this movie separately this this week. Yeah. I had already written it down, and you texted me as soon as you started watching it. Or yeah, um, the intro scene of Sean walking to the shop, and he hands the bum change. There's mm-hmm. a guy washing his car. Just all the little someone jogging. Yeah, yeah. it's because it's all one one shot, right? Yeah, it's a, it's just a one a track shot, shot. Yeah, back so and forth. It's just him going on his walk to work. But what makes it so impressive, other than that, is that the fact that it's replicated. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. When the when it becomes zombie, so so yeah, he steps out of his house, walks down the street, hands a bum some money, walks past a guy washing his car. Uh, there's a lady in the background closing the door to her house. Mm-hmm. A jogger just jogs casually by them. He walks into the shop uh, and gets a soda. And then in the background, you can see this guy with like a suit on. Yeah. And then he gra- he looks at the papers, gives Nelson in the, the money. Yeah. yeah. Comes back. Oh no, he he comes back and then he hands the bum money at the end. So then, what's so great about the scene is that when the zombies like 
actually are a thing now. He walks to the shop. That car that was getting washed earlier now has a giant, like, hole in the windshield. The girl who was closing her door, the door is wide open. The jogger is full-on sprinting from something now. There's the guy with the trash. Yeah, the, the guy home, with the trash, but he's not He's not there anymore. He's uh, not there, and all of his trash is, like, yeah. knocked over and shit. Uh, then he walks into the shop, and... The guy with the suit isn't there, but there's blood on the... There's two bloody handprints yeah, on, like, the... Yeah, there's two bloody handprints on the thing. It's like a Coke, like, Coca-Cola fridge. Yeah. Um, yeah. No newspapers. And then he walks back to the, um... To his apartment and... Or his flat. Yeah. And on, the, zomb- the zombie tries to reach for him to eat him, and he's like, nah, the, I don't... I don't the have same enough. guy that asked for change. Yeah, the same the same homeless guy is yeah. like, nah, I didn't have enough money for the shop, so and fucking he didn't have his dead. dog this time. Yeah. Which is great, like... They do a lot of that kind of mirror... Mirrorness in this movie of, like, just different things, like... Well, um, I was gonna get... I was gonna talk about that, like... Oh, go for it, man. Well, they just, uh, they make, like, little, I talked about this last night, like, they make little things in the movie, like, him just standing there being tired, like, they make him look like a yeah. zombie. And oh, shit. yeah, that's right, that you were gonna say that. Like, uh, they just make, like, the way people walk, like, you're like, this guy's walking like a zombie, but he's really just, you know, going to get his paper or whatever, like, yeah. there's people in the morning, like, when he's on his way to work or whatever. Yeah, everyone, like, I remember the intro where it's just showing people, like, doing their mundane, day, yeah. mundane daily activities. I remember being like, oh, like, it's going to start with the zombies mm-hmm. already existing. Uh-huh. But then I realized, like, oh, shit, these, that, are, just, yeah, like, these are just people living, like, And then it, it's the shot lives. of his feet up when he first wakes up, and he's, yeah. like, yawning. And the yawn. Shambling or whatever, though. This, is that a good verb? Shambling? Shambling, there we go. Shambling, huh? Is that not also a word? No, I don't oh, think so. I hope so. Uh, but, yeah, it's like the shot, it just goes from his feet up, and yeah. he's, like, but he's making a noise... That sounds like a zombie, and then when yeah. it gets to his face, he's just yawning. Yeah, so, I mean, we pretty much said everything there is to say about that scene, right? It was, I, I like that that whole tracking thing. I, I like, I, I love just like how like, both scenes were identical, down to, yeah. like, the way that but just, it was shot and everything. Just even, the little details are changed. Yeah, even the way he walked, like, his mannerisms, he, yeah. he tripped on the same shit, he, like, yeah. remember he, like, there's a guy washing his car, and he, like, slips on his stuff, and then when he's yeah. coming back, he trips on like, the bucket or the curb or whatever right next to it. I wonder how many takes it took. Oh, probably a lot to get it perfect. Yeah, you or, think? Uh, I mean, I would think so, too, because well, he a has lot of, to trip on the same stuff. Well, and it's not even just like, him. It's all the the people and shit, yeah. too, because they're playing themselves, and they have to, yeah. like, do kind of the same shit. That's true. But, yeah, that's a, that's a, good, that's a good start scene. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. Did you like it? Oh, I loved it. All right, we should put it on favorite scenes, then. The second one that we have is the uh, the girl in the garden scene. Just that whole entire sequence. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, The whole yeah, entire yeah. sequence from there's a girl in the garden to Sean and Ed bashing their brains in with a shovel and a cricket, cricket bat. bat. Like, just that entire stretch of, oh, shit, this girl is so fucking drunk. She comes <laughs> yeah, on to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You push her down. The pipe goes through her stomach. And then you realize she's and then a she zombie. pulls herself off of it and comes at you. Yeah, like so you have that going on. They learn that they have to take out the head of the zombies. So when they go back out to see the girl in the garden, um, they just start throwing random shit at her, like a toaster and like yeah. A they brush. go into their drawers. Yeah, and they like, just get random shit out, which is which is a really funny take canned on canned food. 
on uh on like the beginning of zombie movies when like people are still learning out how to do things. Yeah. Like they they're not really like it's a serious thing, but I feel like they're not really taking it serious. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, cause they they put the crate down like 10 feet away from her and she's just walking at them really slowly yeah shambling shambling uh, towards, towards them. them and they're just like picking things out of yeah. the yeah it's just like remember box. dude just aim for her head yeah <laughs> and like they're just bouncing not like, even moving not like like a spoon nothing that's yeah. gonna destroy a brain at all they and and every single one of them almost every single one misses oh yeah like, I like how they're throwing them yeah, they don't th- at her and the like other big ass dude that throwing like that's like going over the window and shit like not even not even hitting them. Yeah, which I, I hope to God if zombies like ever come and you know destroy the entire world, I hope it's these kinds of zombies because then at least the, I would stand a chance. Yeah, the slow like, ones. Yeah, right? not some twenty eight days some later shit. World War Z. Shit. Some World War Z shit like. Resident Evil, there's a bunch of weird mutated ones. Yeah, too. like the the normal Resident Evil zombies, I would be, I guess, okay with, but well, yeah, like, but like Lakers, not Lakers and shit. fucking Nemesis, like you can't. I'm cool Nemesis, Nemesis was a thing. Shit, man. Nemesis, aka Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> forgot about that. Uh, so yeah, and then they pick up the the disc. And just frisbee it on over to to the girl, and it like, or no, it hits the guy. It's the, the guy. It shatters and leaves like a shard in his eye, like a centimeter in his like in his face. Yeah, with the records. Yeah, yeah with the records. So they go in and get his records, which Discs. had been previously established as like his prized possessions. The second album he ever bought. Yeah, like he's he's super into these records, and he's like super careful with them and all this shit. So finally, he breaks down, and they just get the box. And they're still going through them and, like, picking Dude, them out. Dude, that's what I like about that scene is, like, okay, so, yeah, they didn't take him seriously enough to, like, actually take care of these zombies. They're throwing a toaster and, like, a laundry canned basket, food. canned food and shit like that. And the zombies are still, like, less than three yards away. Maybe, like, seven feet still shambling towards you. <laughs> and you're like, uh, Sade, uh, uh, Sign of the Times, uh, Dire like, Straits, uh, the Batman. Batman soundtrack. Yeah, yeah like, like, toss it. Yeah, like... So casual, this movie, with the fucking zombies. Mm-hmm. Until eventually, they're like, you know, fuck this, I'm going to the shed. He busts through the shed, they find yeah. a cricket bat and a shovel, and... Murder. Yeah, dude, they, they turn around, and, and Ed's like, uh, do you want the, the girl or the bloke? And he's like, oh, the first one. The and first then one. And then they, they do one hit, and then just... I would, I'm gonna go ahead and say it was just way too long of a cut of just him, like, repeatedly, I like that. just like, yeah, I like that. It's like, ah, 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 blood's flirting on it, yeah. And they're, like, hesitating, uh, <laughs> they're, like, hesitating, like, like, to see if it's dead yet, and yeah. then, like, hitting it, and then, like, looking, and then hitting it a couple more times, like, I like, I like that it just yeah. quick cuts to back to them on the, on the couch, and covered Sean, in blood. Sean is just like has a look like, oh my god, like I just killed a person. This is fucking is it Ed wild. Or... Um, yeah, and then Ed is eating. Yeah, yeah. he's just like eating his cornetto. Uh, yeah, yeah. That 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 whole sequence is is fucking hilarious and a good like a good funny way of introducing like, all right, here's here's the zombie concept. Here's how, how they to feel kill them. about zombies. Yeah. I always like movies where. Like, zombie movies where people know what zombies are already. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like zombie movies where they're like, what are these things? Or like, oh, you discover that you have to hit them in the head. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like that. No, no one says anything about zombies, but Ed is like, are there any zombies out there? Mm-hmm. And He's like, don't say yeah, that. Yeah, don't say that. Yeah. Um, don't say the Z word. The Z word, even though it's clearly pronounced Z. So the next scene that we have is uh, 
the my favorite scene of the whole movie is the oh fuck I don't know my second favorite scene of the whole movie I'm gonna say is the what's the matter David never taken a shortcut before <laughs> and Sean goes and tries to vault the fence mm-hmm. and uh, and the fence just breaks and he falls on the ground <laughs> I remember when I saw that for the first time I was like nine so obviously that's the funniest shit I've ever yeah, seen yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean it's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen and I forgot that that was a scene in the movie because I hadn't seen this movie for a long time up until I watched it for the podcast yeah. Uh, and when it came on, I was like, oh shit, I forgot, I forgot that that was a thing that happened. That's hilarious. And then obviously and then you the got to, yeah, you got to mention the yeah. throwback in Hot Fuzz where he, where Sean, Simon Pegg actually does vault over everything because yeah. he's a badass cop. <laughs> and then Ed just like <laughs> runs through shambles it. Yeah, through it, just yeah. buzz Kool-Aid man's the, the very first yeah. one. <laughs> I uh, hope that every movie that they make together has some has version of that. Yeah. Is it, is there one of those in? Uh, at this World's is the end. end or whatever at World's End. I don't know. Wait, no, it'd be funny that? if there was. Is it called that World's End or yeah. is that the? Uh... No, that's theirs. Oh. This is the end. Is Seth Rogen's? What's the Pirate of the Caribbean movie? Oh, that might be at World's End. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, fucking it. It's, it's called Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. They're the third tril- the third in the trilogy of the Simon Pegg movies. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd watch a Simon Pegg fucking Pirates of the Nick Caribbean. Frost, Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, they're, they're yeah. still making them, and they, they announced that they're dropping... Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You can't keep fueling his, like, addictive spending yeah, or whatever. Have you we, heard about that shit? Yeah, dude. That's He's like Nicolas Cage dude. level, dude. It's insane. Oh, I didn't know he had a problem. Yeah, dude. Remember I told you that Nicolas Cage has, like, shrunken heads and shit in his... Oh, no, I was telling my barber that. Oh, yeah. That there was, like, a... Oh, dude, you got me fucking confused <laughs> for your barber. I'm sorry, man. Fuck. Like, the same that motherfucker that put the up. part in your head? Yeah, right? God, and you're f- you're more friends with him than you Get are with me, Get out of here, bro. Uh, yeah, but Johnny Depp does have, like, insane spending habits, too, right? He has, like, an insane amount of properties, fully staffed properties all around the world. And I, I don't know the numbers. I'm not going to fucking guess. Uh... But I heard it on, uh, I think, Joe Rogan's podcast, and um, it's just a crazy amount of money that he's dropping into shit that he doesn't use. He owns all these yachts that are just docked or just dry. Like, And up. he, like, he's not, like, in danger of losing any of that? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, He just yeah, has yeah. that much money? Or? Oh, oh, no, no, no. He's, he's, oh, okay. he's, like, crazy in debt, and he's, like, always broke, and his his ideology is, like, like, if I do one big movie, I'll make this much fucking money. Oh, and his, okay. his agent's like, yeah, you will, but you need to save it or pay your shit off. Yeah. And he's just like, ah, oh, well, fucking, I could use another helicopter and whatever. That's wild, yeah. dude. I mean, if I ever became, or when I become a millionaire, you know, mogul, whatever, yeah. Yeah. I'll probably buy some dumb shit too, but I'm not going to be buying, like... I'm not like, going to compulsively buy yeah, dumb no. shit. I'll yeah. probably buy a couple shrunken heads, though, for sure. Oh, well, you, you And like a, like a four-story... Uh, double decker bus. Yeah, so I, I keep my shrunken head in there. Yeah, and painted he, purple. And he talks. Yeah, and it and it like just magic. defies. Yeah, just defies the grav like physical it, limits. It takes of, you of back and world. forth from yeah what uh, London town to London town junior. Yeah, that's what I would say. Basically, <laughs> fucking. Um, <laughs> what does that even have to do with Shaun of the Dead? <laughs> world's end there we go there we go all right so um the fourth scene that we have this is actually going by pretty quick i like this top five uh Mm -hmm. we're almost done with it um 
I wanted to talk about, this isn't really a favorite scene, but I did want to make sure we mention it, mm-hmm. is the gang faking being zombies to get into the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the scene, Sean just impaled a zombie into a tree, and uh, he's, the zombie's stuck there, it's still alive because they didn't take out his head, and they're, they're right next to the pub, and they realize that it's just completely like surrounded by dozens and dozens of zombies mm-hmm. and they're like okay how the fuck are we gonna get into this pub all right here's what we'll do we'll we'll pretend to be zombies and uh we'll just walk past the actual zombies and then get in the pub and then boom it's game over donezo i like the the part like where where they're, where they're trying to figure it out and sean is like all right diane you you're you're a failed actress so you should probably teach us yeah. how to act or whatever uh-huh. and she's like really giving it her all and she's like look at his face mournful sorrowful you're dead and you hate it uh-huh. you know sad like uh, like drunken with a bit of like sadness just just like just doing her best to help these people uh-huh. i really like diane in this movie she's a really happy person but i like that sequence of like her asking every person to try to to try to act it out do their yeah zombie impression and so and so liz does just just does like a little whatever and she's like yeah that was good or whatever and then she turns to um barbara and she's like oh my god that's excellent and barbara's <laughs> just like oh i'm sorry dear that was miles away um daffs is just a fucking little bitch ass sucks no effort a f minus fuck you- him um, oh, I thought you were just describing him as a person. That oh, time. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Basically. also his effort. Yeah. And then uh, that little exchange between Ed and Sean where, where Ed's like, I'll do it on the night. And Sean's like, this is the night. And he's just like, Ugh. like he does like a weird like little, uh-huh. uh, I don't even know, like monkey or something. Mm-hmm. And Sean's like, what was that? And he's like, like who died and fucking made you king of the zombies? <laughs> And then Sean knocks it out of the park, and he's like, oh. yeah, was, Ed's like, yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> and his, his and little Sean's smile. little smile, yeah. Um, so the reason I bring up this scene is because they they all, you know, make a line. They start acting like zombies. They start walking to the pub, and the zombies aren't, aren't like, recognizing them as human beings. Like, it's actually working. That could actually happen in if zombies were a thing, according to the the zombie survival guide, which is basically, like, my Bible. Um, according to the zombie survival guide, zombies are primarily scent based. They like their strongest sense is their nose because eyes deteriorate the fastest uh, on a dead body and you can't track anything by taste. So their nose is the, is like their best tool. So if you just smell like shit, like if you, if you just get a bunch of trash or like dead bodies you just get a bunch of dead bodies on you. If you get like blood or just, just rotting, if you smell like rotting, too. yeah. If you smell like rotting flesh, then you can get as close to a zombie as possible, and they likely won't uh, recognize you as a human being. Well, so you should already so, be fine, right? <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, yo, mama pussy! Fucking <laughs> 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 come at me, bro! All right. Um, so that's my mom listens to this, dude. Oh shit! Just Fuck. kidding. I hope not. Um, so, so, what was I talking about? Oh, theoretically that could have worked. That scene could have worked. If they, like, got just meat and, like, stapled it to their clothes or, like, covered themselves mm-hmm. in blood. If they just mm-hmm. smelled like shit. Just wore a uh, zombie skin suit. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It could theoretically work. So I, you know, as, as a, as someone with an audience, you know, I would, I would want 
to be responsible and let people know that if you're ever in a situation where there's a bunch of zombies out and you need to get past them, acting like a zombie could work. It might shouldn't be your first tactic, but just it could work. Listen, kill a zombie, just blend it up like an arm or a hand or some shit, and then just pour it all over yourself. Yeah. Except, no, because Mix if you get, like, water. zombie fluid on you, that's what turns you into a zombie. It's like an STD kind of thing. Uh, also, scratches and bites. So, like, no scratching, no bites, and no fluids. So, uh, that's a note I have on this movie, is when they kill the zombies and they got blood splattered on them. Yeah. If it would have gotten inside of them... Oh, yeah, okay. Then that would have killed them. Yeah, yeah. If it's just straight skin on skin, then no, but... If it, like, if they had a... Yeah, just so like you herpes. guys know, alright? Whenever the zombies happen yeah make sure you bandage shit up wear a condom <laughs> there was actually a section in the zo- in the zombie survival guide that was like but, yeah. it's not known whether you can have like a, a child with a zombie I remember uh because no one is stupid enough to try to have sex with a zombie and that was just the end of the chapter and i was like all right fair makes sense i feel like that's not true though now that i'm like older like i know a lot of fucking idiots <laughs> oh, I thought you meant just the fact that it's a dead, it's an actual dead body. Like it probably wouldn't create. Oh no 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 no! I just mean like, about the the nobody's stupid enough. To, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, definitely. No. I've met enough. I've met def- more than a handful of people in Santa Barbara alone that would have had sex with a dead body. Yeah, I was in the Marines. There's a lot of fucking. But not even just dead body. I mean, just the zombie. I don't want to say dead body because that's an actual. Yeah, the Marines I don't know have any a Ted lot Bundies. of fucking, uh... I hope I don't know any Ted Bundys. Shameless motherfuckers. Shit, dude. <laughs> Tackard Dark. What? Um, the last scene is, you gotta mention the Don't Stop Me Now sequence. Yeah, obviously, well, yeah. What do you that mean, was, well, that was on uh, my list. I was gonna say, well, a lot of it is, uh, like, Queen... Like, the song is fucking sick. Yeah, that is a good song. You know? Yeah. See, if it was, like, another song, I don't know if it would have had the same effect. Uh, that is my favorite scene of the movie. Yeah? Yeah, just that whole, like, everyone's freaking out, and, you know, they're hitting... They're hitting, they're hitting the John. Rhythm. Yeah, they're hitting John with the... Like, the whole thing is just choreographed, and there's lights flashing, and... There's darts getting thrown, and it it, it was just a beautiful, beautiful scene. It's, like, ridiculously funny, you know? Like, it's so... Yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> it's like... They're, like, hitting this zombie, like, pretty softly. Yeah. Like, not that hard, you know? And not in the head, either. Yeah, just, like, on the back, and they're just rotating around him, like, yeah. hitting it alternatingly, you know, hitting him to the beat of Don't Stop Dust, Me Which now. is a perfect song choice. Like, what a... What a flamboyant and, like, loud song. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a bunch of zombies, like, coming through the broken window. Yeah, just that whole sequence is it's top-notch. Yeah. Were you going to say that's your favorite scene of the movie? Yeah, that or the, the first one that we did, the two yeah. identical scenes. I just like that whole idea. Yeah. So, since we decided to whittle down our favorite scenes to just our top five favorite scenes of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, I decided to add a separate category called just favorite lines. So I'm just going to rattle off six of my favorite quotes from the movie, uh, and you're just going to shut the fuck up and take it. Okay, all right. All right, so here we go. Number one is the, I'll stop doing them when you stop laughing. It's said twice in the movie, so... Um, so, like, Sean is kind of just asking Ed to be a better person, stop being a fucking slob, shit like that, get his life together, kind of. And 
and Ed's like, I'm sorry, Sean. And Sean's like, uh, it's all right, man. Like, don't worry about it. And he's like, and Ed's like, no, I'm sorry, Sean. And then Sean gets a whiff of the fart and they start laughing or whatever. And Ed's like, I'll stop doing it when you stop laughing. Uh, funny, a funny little like thing to say. I said that for a while, like when I would fart, which is all the fucking time. I should start saying it again. Should. Just like, I'll stop doing them when you stop laughing. But no one ever laughs when I fart. Everyone just like gags Not and now. dies. Yeah. <laughs> Chokes, yeah. Um, but the, but I liked it because it's repeated again at the end of the movie when like... I crave Carl's Jr. for some reason when you fart. <laughs> yeah. I'm, <just> <laughs> I'm not even going to question that because a lot of times I fart and I'm like, does this, does this smell like Burger King to anybody else? <laughs> like, is that... like? It's not even a joke, dude. Like, sometimes my farts will smell I have, like yeah, Burger King, too. Dude. Um, which, yeah. I don't know what that says about me or what that says about Burger King, but... Yeah. But I like that quote because it's repeated at the end of the movie, too. Like, Ed's dying. He's about to turn into a zombie. And he still manages to fart out. <laughs> I like to think that if, if we were in those same shoes, we would have done that, too. Like, we wouldn't have had, like, a... A lovey-dovey, cute little like you've always been my homie. Like I love you. Oh, no, there, there'd be I'll see you later somewhere. Yeah, if I'm dying, and you're like there at my deathbed, I'm gonna let out a fart, <laughs> right. and then I'm gonna get cremated and, and my ashes thrown in your face. This is a whole oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, a whole yeah. thing that's gonna be happening. <laughs> right? About that, right? We uh-huh. already have tradition going back. Like, there's been a lot of song requests from you. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, at yeah. Your yeah. Funeral. Like what? Vice versa. I want to see if you remember any. I don't. Not, not, uh, okay. I have a song request from Amanda that's just wild. Yeah, I remember that. Or I don't, I remember you telling me about that. I feel like I have a million of them. So like, just whatever you, whatever you find on my iTunes, it'll just, it'll be nice. Alright, I know, uh, Semi on My Way is on there. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I wouldn't be mad at that one. Yeah. But I have a weird, like, request my actual request of dying is to be launched into space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so send me on my way would be a good send me on my way would yeah. be a good song. It'd be a good like last song, like a parting song. Yeah, but I want to be like legit catapulted, like not in a rocket, just a catapult that's so powerful, strong enough to just, fucking just whip you into space. Yeah, just break the gravitational pull of the Earth. That's a lot. No, I'm just kidding. I like I wouldn't be like mad if you just duct tape me to the side of. Like the Soyuz Russian rocket or whatever, and then just like on, on a piece that's gonna break off. Dude, I'll send you up with Lance Bass, Bass oh bro. Fucking God. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. Now I know where Lance Bass has come from. Now I'm gonna dedicate myself even more to getting Lance Bass into space so he could take me with him when I die. So if he's scheduled to go up and you're not dead yet, uh. Stuns up for me. Alright, well. That's my one shot. Fucking call Lance Bass. I'm trying to get this shit. <laughs> All right. The second the second quote is: "There's no I in team, but there is an I in pie, and there's an I in meat pie. The anagram of meat is team. I, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I just what is what does that entire quote have to do with anything? You know, what I mean? like, where's no, he where's he going? With nothing. That? And there's no way that when he started saying that he thought it was going to be an inspirational quote, <laughs> yeah, right? Or that when he heard it before, even if. What is the message behind it? Like, what are you supposed to get from that? There's no I in team. Why was food involved? <laughs> okay, let's let's try to de- deconstruct this, a deep dive of this. So there's no I in team. Everyone knows what that means. We work as a team. We work together. Yeah. But there is an I in pie. So you have a pie to yourself. You don't share fucking pie. And there's an I in meat pie. So you don't share that shit either. And the anagram of meat is team. So, so 
So you do share a meat pie. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a great quote though. It should be used more often, honestly. That's what I'm going to tell my, like, when I, when I get to the NBA as a coach. That's the, that's that's, the first thing I'm going to That's going to be your, like, yeah. locker room yeah. shit? There's no iron team, but there is an iron pie. There's an iron meat pie. All right, gentlemen? An anagram of meat is team. <laughs> Remember that. I don't know what I'm talking about. Just, just get the ball in the hoop. Third one I have is when Ed is, like, giving Sean his messages, and he's like... Well, your mom rang about going round tomorrow night, and then Liz rang about the two of you eating out tonight, and then your mom rang back to see if I wanted to eat her out tonight. <laughs> um, I like just the nonchalance with how he says it, uh-huh. but also I remember watching this for the first time being like nine and being like, I don't know what that means, but my dad is laughing, so like I think that's funny too. <laughs> and then when I saw it this most recent time for the for the podcast, uh-huh. I was like, oh shit, he, he just straight up just said like your mom called me and asked me if I wanted to you know go down on her. Uh-huh. Just a quick little... Just... Just a nine-year-old laughing. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, right, Dad? And your dad's like, how the fuck do you know <laughs> yeah, right. what that means? Um, and then Sean's just like, what? And obviously, obviously he gets pissed at some other situation, and it's just like, it wasn't true what I said about your mom. Just, you know, <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> Next one I have is just the repeated use of how you do in surviving. Uh... Because I, I say that a lot of the times, too, like, when, when my tias or, like, friends ask, yeah. like, hey, hey, what you been up to or whatever, I'll just be, like, surviving. And it's because of this movie that I say that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that, like, I stole that from somewhere. That it just became, like, a part of something that I say. Yeah. But yesterday we were rewatching the movie, and she was like, how you doing? And you were like, chilling, killing. Which is another <laughs> thing that we say, like, when people, when, like, when, uh, when a homie's like, hey, man. <laughs> What do you up to? What you been up to? We always say, you know, chilling, killing, which is pretty much the same thing as that would have also been a like a sufficient answer for yeah. the question. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if this movie ever gets remade in That's America, that should be the line. Like, mm-hmm. hey man, how you been doing? Chilling, chilling, killing. Killin'. <laughs> the last one that I have is uh, at the end. Liz offers Sean a to make him tea and he said and he says can I have two sugars please and then he says I'm gonna go to the garden for a bit and then he says two seconds so he's like I'm gonna go to the garden two seconds and I would like those lines just because at the beginning of the movie when Sean goes to pick up his mom she's making him tea and she's like she was like two sugars was it and he's like mom I haven't had sugar in my tea since 1982 and throughout the entire movie Ed says two seconds like just every time he needs mm-hmm. you know he's gonna answer his phone or mm-hmm. he's gonna do this or that it'll be like two seconds and i like that at the end of the movie he just as as like an homage to them he started taking his tea with two, two sugars, sugars and then he started saying two seconds because he doesn't say it up until the end of the yeah. movie um and i just like those lines because you know yeah that's a good little nod to the to the old characters a good way to remember them other than keeping one chained in your garden <laughs> Okay, so we Jordan flu game performance, Doc Ellis no hitter performance of the movie. If you guys don't know, this is the segment where we talk about someone in the movie who just performed way above their belt, just succeeded at an, a level that they should not have succeeded at, or just went above and beyond the Call of Duty. Um, this movie, I have four or five. I have five. 
nominees, but I wouldn't say any of them really take it. So yeah, I don't have any. The really. first, yeah, the first one is Philip's death scene, where he's just like he he like calls Sean and he's like, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy growing like growing yeah. up without a dad. It just out of nowhere is just really heart wrenching, like a really deep moment of just like I thought you could look up to me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just out of nowhere, a really touching scene in a in a otherwise hilarious movie. Yeah. Uh, well, there's there's that there's the end. Yeah. Scene. Yeah. Fucking uh, his mom. But it's just like Philip delivers really. Philip delivers a really powerful just dying scene. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, there's not a lot of scenes to go on mm-hmm. or a lot of performances to go on. So that that's nominated as one of them. Yeah. The second one I have is <laughs> the lady with the flowers going like to a wonderful mom. Oh, pow. Super mom. <laughs> super mom. Just the way she's like, she just has so much like pow. Super mom. Like <laughs> so British. It's so British. And so just like every time I watch that movie, that, that one line jumps out to me. Just like, why is she saying it? So, <laughs> so Britishly. It's aggressively British. Pow. Super mom. Super mom. <laughs> the third nominee, but I don't think he really qualifies. Is just, Ed, just because I like Ed's character. Oh, that's what I was gonna like, say. Yeah, he's pretty dedicated to being just like a shit, like a piece of shit, no life. Yeah, he's always scratching his balls in the back. You know what I mean? Like, like smoking. Yeah, random just, shit. His character is a person. You know what I mean? Like, he's not. It's not just a character. If that makes sense. Like, you, you, I've, I know people like that. I'm fucking like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, you are. I also nominated Sean, but he's the main... His name is in the title, so I feel like he should be disqualified. Yeah. But Simon Pegg is a very good actor. Like, legit, actually has a lot of good performances. Mm-hmm. Or Most of his performances are always really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think him and Ed should kind of be just honorable mentions, not really qualifying for this. Yeah. Um, and then the last one that I have, which is my personal favorite, is Pete's fuck tirade. Just that quote of him being like, when he throws the disc out or the record out the window and Sean is like, it's Saturday. And he's like, no, it's not. It's fucking Sunday. Yeah. And I got to go to fucking work in four fucking hours because every other fucker in my fucking department is fucking ill. Now, can you see why I'm so fucking angry? But he's yelling it out like mm-hmm. at the top of his lungs, just giving that, that line way too much energy. <laughs> you know what I feel like? Like it's four in the morning and yeah. probably shouldn't be yelling that loud. Yeah. So you have Philip's death scene. You got... Pow Supamom, who are you gonna give it to? Um, probably the first one. I don't know, if I had to, that's the most like willing or like the most makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We got our favorite death scenes, and we legit have more than one. This is the first ep week in our illustrious career where we have more than one death scene to go into favorite death scenes. So I'm gonna just rattle them off to you. Philip's death scene, like like we said, it's a good, actually like tugging at your heartstrings, you know, he, because the entire movie he's just like this piece of shit stepdad who never gets along with the main character so you don't like him and then out of nowhere he's like, hey man, I just thought you could look out to me one day, I just, you know, I really wanted to be there for you because I know you lost your dad, it's not like a, mm-hmm. like, I'm your daddy now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, <clears throat> I really like that scene, watching it back this time, just just for how powerful it was. Mm-hmm. Ed's death scene too, I think is 
also powerful, but in a different way, like BFFs, uh, they kind of reconcile the whole Sean yelling at him for, you know, holding him back, shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, they have an understanding at the end. Yeah. Which I really like. But those are, those are two positive, like, I like those death scenes because of what they stood for and, like, the kind of emotion that they have behind him. But my personal favorite and the yeah. winner that I'm going to give to this Same. category I already know. is David's death scene. Yep. Fucking Daffs. Daffs the fucking twat. The fucking just piece of shit. Steve Harry Potter Blues Clues shirt looking ass. For anyone that hasn't seen the movie or ha- or has seen it and doesn't remember, Daffs is Diane's boyfriend uh, who is in love with Liz, Sean's girlfriend. It's Liz. Liz's like roommate, flatmate. Yeah, yeah he's just flatmate. like he's just like this piece of shit. From the very beginning of the movie, you're just annoyed by him. He's like, always just kind of like lingering like, and and annoyed looking. Yeah, just like oh just my like, god, dude. Just everything about him. I remember I was watching this movie fun. back this time, and I was like, <laughs> oh god, I want to just. I, you know what? I hope your guts get ripped out and all of your appendages get ripped off. I hope, yeah, I hope your legs get ripped off by <laughs> your own girlfriend and your friend. I like, I like how um, at the beginning when Liz is yelling at Sean and like she storms off or whatever, he's like, basically, I'd say your nine lives are up, Sean. And Sean's just like, get fucked, four eyes. Just like a, <laughs> just, that's how you want to talk to this character. Yeah, yep. He tries to shoot. Uh, Sean's mom before she's even a fucking zombie mm-hmm. and then once Sean shoots her he's like well I think we all we all are in agreement we all agree that you made the right choice yeah and then and then tries to shoot Sean for getting decked like he he was about to kill Sean yeah Sean punched him in the face and he like was a, he just the only reason he didn't shoot him was because there were no shells yeah he pulled the trigger and it went click he pulled the trigger till the gun went click yeah Um. so pretty much just all around shitty person isn't even in love with his own girlfriend, is in love with his uh, roommate, and he he uh, is next to a window, he's he's about to apologize to Sean, and the glass breaks, and the zombies carry him out of the Winchester. <laughs> halfway. Halfway, so they grab his legs. The Winchester is the bar that they're yeah. in. Um, and then his guts just get dug into, just really soft underbelly this fool. Yeah, he has like a... It, Dude, he falls apart really easily. It's like a pie crust. Yeah. Like a fucking... Yeah, there's like no... Uh, literally no resistance. They just dig into that shit like it's fucking... Like a saran wrap or something. Like a pudding. Like a... Like a, I don't know anymore. More soft surfaces. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep... Am I hungry? Um, I'm hungry. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> so like he's... A, like his, a souffle. His gut gets ripped out. Or his guts get ripped out. His stomach gets torn into. His guts get ripped out. And then his arms and legs just come off. Yeah, like the because they're they're like fighting. They're trying to like pull him back in. Yeah, and the people holding onto his legs just rip him off at the hip. Well, the arms get ripped off first, which yeah. kind of makes sense because there's zombies around, so they yeah. might have like bitten through yeah, like yeah, the material yeah. holding it together. But then the legs just pop off. Yeah, and then the abdomen, just like, the, what torso, the, fuck? Yeah. the torso, the torso, head gets the ripped off too. Really, everything gets ripped off of his body, which is a spectacular way for this man to die. Yeah, it was very guts. satisfying. Yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna take it for my favorite death. Favorite scene death the scene, same. It's unanimous. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Okay, so we're going to move on to notable excerpts from the screenplay, which I'm excited about because I actually read the screenplay this time. Yeah. So I'm I just going to... Just a couple a couple little notes uh, about the way things were written. So, do you remember in the beginning of the movie, those quick montages of, like, uh, Sean flushing the toilet, 
and then uh, the shower turns on yeah. and like the teeth are brushed. Yeah. And then there's another scene. Yeah, like just quick quick cuts yeah. of like milk getting thrown into the fridge. Yeah, all of that is actually typed out into in the screenplay. Mm-hmm. So like it it, it says li- literally like interior bathroom day, a toilet is flushed dot 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 a shower run dot 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 teeth brush dot 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 later on a drawer is yanked open, a knife grabbed toast buttered bottle of milk hits the table just like every time it happens in the movie it happens in the screenplay, mm-hmm. which something like that I feel like wouldn't necessarily need to be in the screenplay. Uh-huh. But it was, like, a cool... It's cool that they included it in there, and and they filmed it, mm-hmm. which is probably because the people who wrote it ended up making the movie. The movie. Oh, okay. Um, well, it was, uh... It was Simon Pegg and, and... Edgar Wright. Yeah. Yeah, so they probably... That was probably just notes for themselves. Like, they... When they were... I imagine that when they were writing the screenplay, they had that montage kind of sequence already in their mind. Mm-hmm. So they just made this note and we're like, okay, that's how we're going to do it. Yeah. When, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch, there's a bunch of zombie and like dead puns in the movie, like a lot of dialogue. So when Pete is talking to Ed about, or when Pete is talking to Sean about how Ed is like, like a scumbag who's just chilling on the couch, he says he's dead weight, Sean, mm-hmm. which, you know, he's dead yeah. weight, yeah, zombies yeah, yeah, yeah. are dead dead people stuff like that oh yeah. i get it yeah. fuck <laughs> um sean gets hit in the head with a soccer ball uh from a kid who's playing soccer outside and he just looks at me and he's like hey you're dead you're dead kid yeah Whatever, yeah um what's his name keith for sutherland comes out of nowhere and he's like you're dead me have you ever seen <laughs> the lost boys <gasps> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're dead me <laughs> you have to do lost boys dude that's a that's a that's a movie that has a bunch of Doc Ellis performances in it. Really? Yeah. I think I saw that in like high school last. Oh, we watched that a lot, me and Brenda. Um there's a whole line <laughs> where Ed is trying to console Sean about Liz just breaking up with him and he he says this whole thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. Listen, can I just say one thing? And I'm not gonna say there's plenty of more fish in the sea. I'm not gonna say if you love her, let it go. And I'm not gonna bombard you with cliches. But what I will say is this. It's not the end of the world. But, <laughs> but it is. But it is, you know? And at that moment, a zombie, like, taps the window. Uh, a lot of these things you could just catch when you're watching the movie, but when I was reading the screenplay, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that, I remember that. Yeah, remember yeah, that. yeah. Another Ed quote, Pete just threw the, the uh, record out the window, and he said, like, I have a splitting headache, and your stupid hip-hop isn't helping. And he, like, storms off. And Ed goes like, it's not hip-hop, it's electro-prick. <laughs> next time I see him, he's dead. And the next time they see him, he's a zombie. Yeah. Like, there's a there's a ton of just... And this happens a lot in, like, Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright movies, where there's a ton of just... Um, oh, yeah, Hot Fuzz was the same Like, way. alluding, yeah, alluding to... Which is another... Mm-hmm. Uh, this segues into my next uh, notable thing on the screenplay, is the foreshadowing. Ed tells the entire story so the same night that that they broke up with liz they get drunk and ed's like you know what we should do tomorrow keep drinking have a bloody mary first thing get a bite at the king's head grab a couple at the little princess stagger back here and bang we're back at the bar for shots so if you dissect it it's have a bloody mary first thing the girl who's in their garden her name is mary like there's a little name mm-hmm. tag on yeah, thing. yeah yeah uh get a bite at the king's head um philip gets bit like right here in like the neck head area mm-hmm. And then they grab a couple at the little princess. So Liz is the little princess, and then the couple is David and Diane. Yeah. 
okay. then stagger back here for shots with the Winchester rifle. Like, you don't notice that un- unless, like, you really pay attention to what he's saying and you have to see the movie multiple times. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, I, th- I thought that was really nice. It's clever. Yeah, really clever writing yeah. and dialogue. It is. I didn't notice some of those. Some of them are obvious. Like, yeah. And a lot of it is kind of just ties into the whole, like, making everything look like zombies, too. Or that, yeah. I guess, ties into this idea. Um, the next one that I have is a difference in in the screenplay to the movie. When Philip turns into a zombie and they're stuck in the backseat of the Jag because the child locks are still on, mm-hmm. in the movie, Ed just completely refuses to open the door. Like, they're all, like, saying, like, Ed, get the door. And Ed's just standing there, like, not, not opening the door until Liz comes and opens it. Yeah. And, but in the screenplay, it says that he, like, he reaches for the door, but he doesn't open it. Like, Liz gets there first. Um, and I like that that they kept it in the movie, mm-hmm. him not reaching for the door, because right before this whole si- this situation, Sean is, like, berating him. Like, he's punching the back of his seat and telling him not to chill out. Uh-huh. Or telling him not to tell him to chill out. Like, just yelling at him. Yeah. And I like that, that, like, he's so angry that he's not going to open the door for these people with the zombie in the car, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is a good little, a good little deviation from what they originally had, which I have actually another one. Um, I also like this, this, this little action dialogue. I'm just going to read it off. I, I like the way that they put it. It's about zo- zombie John, right before the the don't stop me now sequence Mm -hmm. so it goes thump 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 the gang draw closer together and listen liz puts her hand on sean's shoulder ed puts his hand on barbara's shoulder david puts his hand on die's shoulder john the landlord puts his hand on david's shoulder i just like how like descriptive like mentally picturing that like each of them is just like (laughs) like a shot of each of them putting a hand on their shoulders until a zombie hand is the last one. Because <laughs> they do that in the movie, too, where, like, yeah. he's the last one to like, grab the shoulder. Mm-hmm. I like that how they... It was quick, concise, but still very, like, picturesque in your mind. Uh-huh. Um, the Don't Stop Me Now sequence was written into the screenplay. Like, exactly how it played out. Uh, they chose the song before they even filmed the movie. Nice. Which, I don't even know how often that, like, happens. Like, how, like writing a screenplay and then being like, and we need this song or else the movie's not getting made kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, that's cool that they wrote into the screenplay, like, <laughs> don't stop me now plays and it can't be any other song. Mm. That's cool. Another another deviation like I was talking about <clears throat> is Daft's apology right before he dies. So he, he says, I'm so sorry, Diane. I'm sorry, Lizzie. And then Diane goes, maybe we're not the ones you should be apologizing to. David turns to Sean, his face quivering with guilt. David, I'm sorry, Sean. Sean nods, silently accepting his apology. Diane, well done, Daffs. That took guts. And then the windows break, and he dies. But they don't, she doesn't say that. He doesn't even apologize in the movie, and she doesn't say, well done, Daffs. That took guts. And then obviously, quick, like right after, his guts get ripped out of his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know which one I would have liked more, like, if they kept that in, or... I think that's a little too on the nose. I like I like it the way it is. Yeah, because I, I, it keeps him irredeemable, I think. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, it keeps him, like, I a want piece him, of shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't want him, like, having any redeeming qualities. I like it because it, 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 it lets me not feel bad for him getting all of his... Everything on his body ripped off. Yeah, I think that's why his death was so, like, brutal, was because... Or that's why it could be so brutal is because they knew, like, they did nothing but make us hate him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
All right, so here are some fun facts about the movie that I found. Some of them have to do with shit that we've talked about. Some of them have to do with stuff that we... Other interests, you know, video games. All right. I also found a couple that I want to share to you for a change. No. Oh, okay. All right, so Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright, uh, who wrote the movie, considered a sequel that would replace zombies with another monster, but decided against it as they were pleased with the first film as a standalone product uh, and thought too many characters died to continue the story. The proposed title was From Dusk Till Sean. Nice. And that's what you showed me yesterday, right? Oh, that is. That, Isn't that from... Uh, Into the Spider-Verse is like a little ad for a movie called From Dusk Till Sean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's cool. Which is weird. Um, Did they have something to do with it? Did Edgar Wright have anything to do with it? I don't know. It? But that's crazy. What The craziest thing about that is people who made movies decided not to make a sequel? Yeah. <laughs> what? Wow. Uh, all right. Oh, uh, you told me earlier that how Ed is just, like, scratching, like, his crotch and shit all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently he kept his genitals shaved throughout the production to create a, like, a genuine need to scratch. He's, <laughs> like, scratchy... That's dedication. Scratchy dick and balls that's, the whole movie. Uh, that's dedicated to his craft. Yeah. That's a well, method actor at its finest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So it was written into the screenplay that Ed is going to be scratching his nuts all the time. So, so what's his name? Nick Frost, Nick Frost is like, you know what? Shave my pubes and then yeah. I'll half scratch. It's like I'll actually be at you. That's funny. That is. Uh, when Sean is heading to the shop for the first time, a worker on the street is listening to the radio. The newscast mentions a space probe that unexpectedly re-entered the Earth's atmosphere and broke up over England. This is likely a reference to Night of the Living Dead from 1968, and uh, it's kind of like what this movie was emulated after, yeah. uh, in which radiation from a satellite returning from Venus was given a possible cause for the was given as a possible cause for the dead returning to life. Yeah. So it's just a little peek into like the lore, maybe. There's a there's a few like. Um... A few times where they blame it on something else, like some, like just a bunch of different stuff, like yeah. ra- like radioactive zombies or m- monkeys or something like that, yeah. and then like radioactive waste. Just I, I didn't, I never even noticed that they had a space probe, space related one. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, near the beginning of the film, when Ed is playing on PlayStation, uh, Sean directs him like how to play and shit. He's playing like a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the gang's in the Winchester pub and Sean's firing at the zombies, Ed repeats exactly what Sean was saying to him in the beginning. I, I remember realizing that one. All right. Uh, Sean berates Ed for calling the creatures zombies. We talked about this. Oh, yeah. yeah the Z word. word. Uh, this alludes to the curious fact that many of the like most iconic zombie movies, including Night of the Living Dead and Resident Evil, they never actually use the word zombie. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, we were literally just talking about this exact same thing. About how, like, the people are like, oh, we don't know the, the yeah. zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they never use the word zombie at all. Uh, it can also be a reference to a guy named Danny Boyle, who directed 28 Days Later, and his insistence that it's not a zombie movie. Quote That's the guy unquote. who made um, Slumdog Millionaire. Really? That's the guy who was making person? that Yesterday movie or whatever. Danny Boyle? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Shit. Nice. Uh, throughout the film, 
Homage is paid to several aspects of Capcom's original Resident Evil game series. Like? Uh, a vivid example, during the, like, basement scene in the pub, when he has to, like, use his lighter to see oh, the switch. Yeah, yeah. That's like a Resident Evil thing. Yeah. Gotta use your lighter for light. Okay, so, I got some fun facts for you. You know how, um, when they first see Mary in their backyard, mm-hmm. they're like, oh my god. She's so drunk. Yeah, uh, that the original line was she's pissed. That's how that's how they say like Americans wouldn't. Yeah, get but that. Simon Pegg was like, we had to change it because if we said like, oh my god, she's pissed, everyone in America would have been like, what do you mean she's angry? She's why is she mad? She's drunk to me. <laughs> um, so they he literally said we changed that for Americans. Uh-huh. Um, that's funny. <laughs> also, I, I pointed out to you yesterday. Martin Freeman is is just like a quick cameo, a quick little five second cameo as Yvonne's boyfriend Declan yeah. out of nowhere, and then he goes on to have like this amazing career, all these good roles. But he's in this 2004 movie. It's just this guy that's like, oh hey, what's up? Yeah. Um, and then there's a quote that I found from Simon Pegg uh, after the success of Shaun of the Dead. He was asked if he would leave England for Hollywood, and he said. Uh, it's not like we're going to go away and do Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> and then two years later, he was cast nice. in Mission Impossible 3. Uh-huh. Uh, and those are just three little quick ones <laughs> that I found that I thought were pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So it looks like I win the Battle of Fun Facts. Boom. Case closed. And how? Who decided? <laughs> the people voted, Jacob. All right. Well, that's fair. How we would fit in the story? Do you have a Do you have a thing? Because I have three possible little scenarios for myself. Do you want me to just rip them off? Yeah, go for it. So the first one would just be I would be just sitting pretty in the U.S. because this is only happening in the U.K. Uh huh. This is just a true United Kingdom. Yeah. In my mind, this is just a United Kingdom based <laughs> yeah. attack. Uh, number two, I would be teaching a bargain survival class. That people pay for with food. So, seeing zombies arrive, being somewhat of a zombie expert, I would say, in, in some circles I've been called a zombie expert. Yeah. I think I would course. just start a, like, internet... Is it in... Is it in, um... Napoleon Dynamite? Where there's, like, a karate guy, but he's, like, really shitty? Or am I... Is it another movie? There's like a there's like an ad for a oh, karate yeah, it's, guy. Yeah, it's the yeah. plane dynamite. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be me, but with like zombie survival. <laughs> like I'd be like like you got zombies pissing you off. Sign up for Stephen Kwando today or whatever, mm-hmm. and I would teach you how to do it. Like, and I would just be like this annoying guy with like my arms always showing, like in tank tops <laughs> and like an American flag bandana on, and I'd be like asking asking people to call me sensei and stuff, and I'd be like, yes, yes. I can see it. So what you typically want to do is. Aim for the brain of a zombie, right. and people are like, "This is this is this what fucking I, guy. This is what I gave you six fucking whole ass slabs of meat to teach mm-hmm. me or whatever." And I'm just like this lame guy that doesn't know what he's doing, but <laughs> I would be try, I would be making a profit off of you know, hustling. People. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Either that, or I'd be like an Uncle Benjamin situation, where I'm part zombie, but I've also fused. Where, like, it hasn't completely taken me over, but I'm half zombie, half human. Yeah. And I'm just roaming the earth, killing people of my yeah. own kind. All right. So, that one is probably the most likely. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I, w- I would definitely 
be like the guy that's like, oh, I know how to handle this. Like, sure, I'll teach you how to. Yeah, I'll teach you how to live. I can see that. Yeah, so that would I'm be trying me. to make some money off that yeah. shit too, or For food, sure. I guess. For, supplies. Yeah, money doesn't. I don't know, I guess I'd just be like a, like, for some reason, they go back to the Winchester and, like, there's still a guy behind the bar, like a bartender just, like, waiting for no reason. And they're like, why are you here? And he's like, oh. I could see you being, like, in the bot, like, in the cellar when Sean and Ed and Liz go down there and you're like, what the fuck? You're blowing up my spot. Like, yeah. I was hiding here. Now the zombies are going to come through? What the fuck? What's the timeline from when it starts to, like, that? Is it just the it's day? A, it's a, yeah, it's one day. Oh, uh, what if I was just, like, sleeping down there? Because, like, I have a shitty sleep cycle anyways. Oh, okay, yeah. And I'm, yeah. like, in the basement sleeping and then they come down and I'm like, what the fuck? I could see you waking up at, like, four in the afternoon not knowing what's, like, happening. Like, right. Everyone's already been dead for a long time. And you're just like, what the fuck did I miss? Yeah. What the hell? Or you've just been playing video games for so long that day that, like, you just never went outside. Yeah. Uh-huh. You go outside to have a smoke and you're like, oh, it was a quiet day today. And, like, you just, you just survive the entire apocalypse because you never go outside. So no yeah. one knows that you live where you live. And, like, no Somehow I just that. have internet and I'm just some, like, I'm playing Rocket Yeah, you just completely the avoided the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Getting DoorDash. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bottom 100. Dafts. Obviously. I put in my He's notes. the only one. I put in my me, notes, or yeah. The, the flatmate. What's his name? Pete? Pete? Name? Oh, yeah. Pete's kind of a fucking piece of shit, but he's not as annoying as Dafts. Yeah, true. Dafts. In my notes, I put Dafts, the fucking Ross of the movie. Yeah. He's basically Ross from Friends, but just English and way more annoying. You're about to... You might be alienating people with that. If you like Ross, then <laughs> then go. Then I don't even know. I'm not going to apologize for not liking Ross. He's the worst Friends character. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a piece of shit. I hate him. Yeah. And his hair is always really gelled. And you know, just, he just has a dumb look on his face. Yeah. He's he lost just, in the sauce. He is, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. I do not like Ross. He just makes the worst decisions. And he's a doctor. You know, I'm going to put Ross in our bottom 100. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already pretty much talked about why we don't like Dafs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now I'm putting him as number one. I'm down. Above. Because I, I feel like so far, like, we have shitty people, but it's not like... No one that I've act- actively hated. Yeah. And I hate Dafs. Well, I don't know. I hate uh, Tombstone I, guy. I claim. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you hate him more than Daft? Maybe, yeah. I'm going to put him second. You're going to put Daft second? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I put him number one, so fuck you. Because I have the laptop on me. Yeah, here. you're right. All right. Fuck you. I no, guess stop. Keep Don't take it. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I just, he's just, I mean, I Clan's a bad guy, and you know he's a bad guy, and he doesn't hide the fact that he's a bad guy, but Daft's is like a bad person that... Is like oh, tries I'm, to I'm not act bad. like a good like, yeah, person. Like yeah, like he's just selfish and he's yeah, true. Tries to hide that he's bad. He's uh huh. Try to shoot multiple people in the movie. <laughs> he's just like a yeah. a little annoying little ass bitch. Little piece of shit. The little piece of shit. He really is. I mean, there's nothing else to really talk about. So. His death is very satisfying. <laughs> it was, dude. I shouldn't have been so happy at someone dying. Top one hundred. I got two cat, two Ed, yeah, and Sean. And Sean, yeah. So, I just like Ed's 
complete lack of inhibition or ambition. Yeah, and I like I like how his uh, slovenly ways kind of play into like making him like a better zombie killer because he kind yeah. of just doesn't give a fuck. But he all. also like obviously he's the kind of person that would consume this stuff, mm-hmm. like zombie. Oh yeah, he's super into it. Yeah. And video games. And yeah, I identify heavily with Ed as a person. Like I was hit probably him for my entire teenage years. <laughs> yeah, you were. True. Scratching my nuts. Just fat. Weird bald spot. Just kidding. <laughs> I like him because he also like does redeem himself at the end. Like you you there are points in the movie where you're like, you're so stupid and like annoying oh, and yeah. you're fucking shit up. But then at the end, you know, he he's Ed. He comes through. He's your homie. He's your homie that you hate. But, you know, you like him around. Yeah. John Semler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have him and then Sean because because he's a, he tries really hard. He doesn't always succeed, but he tries really hard. And he's always like the the one that's like focused on the task at hand and not being a fucking yeah, dumbass. I mean, He's really putting the entire team on his back in yeah, this movie. Yeah, it's like what in the bar scene, he like leads all the zombies away. Like, if this was a championship team, Sean... Honestly, this, I would equate it to Sean being like LeBron James. And I don't know if like you followed basketball last year, but the Cavs were ass. Or basketball this year, the Lakers yeah. are ass. Yeah. It's, it's really just LeBron, the best player, and then a bunch of just bums. Uh-huh. So you got LeBron, and then you got... <laughs> Lonzo Ball is Liz, his girlfriend, and she kind of helps out sometimes, but she's not really like, she's not really, you know, <laughs> you can't be like scoring a hundred percent, yeah, like, reliable. She's, yeah, not, yeah, she's yeah. not really reliable. And then your if your third wheel is Diane, she's the most, the third most helpful out of the squad. She's like, <laughs> she's like Kyle Kuzma in this situation. Mm. And then you got a bunch of just like bums, you know. Just, Ed doesn't yeah. really help out. Daft doesn't help out. The it mom, drove. the mom lets a zombie out of an already contained room and gets herself bitten. Yeah, she's a f- fucking idiot. It's honestly Sean versus zombies and the people he's helping. Like they, he's going against the people he's helping. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean of the Dead. So yeah, you think that's where they got the Dawn of the Dead title? They probably copied Sean of the Dead. <laughs> so yes, yeah, I would say Sean just for backpacking everybody and Ed just because. Just because Ed's Ed. Mm. So, would you want to include both of them, or one of them, or neither of them? To remind um, everyone, our top 100 is Doc Holliday, number one, The Dude, number two, Walter, number three, and Wyatt Earp, number four. Can put them both on. Where? I would put Sean between The Dude and Walter. And where would you put Ed? I would put Ed before Wyatt Earp, but less yeah. than Walter. Yeah, same. Okay, so we have Doc Holliday is number one, the dude number two, three is Sean, four is Walter, five is Ed, six is Wyatt Earp. And like I asked you last week, is there any situation where you could see Sean or Ed beating Doc Holliday in like a battle royale situation? So 1v1v1v1v1, one v one v one v one. six people, battle royale. Who did I say no about this to? Walter. <laughs> Can you see Sean beating Walter in a Battle Royale situation? Yeah, me too. Yeah, honestly. I could see him winning. Yeah. 
I could see Walter getting lucky and beating him, though. Yeah. Or but just, like, some Sean crazy is, shit happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would say Sean's smarter than Walter, though. How do you think he would take him out? With his cricket bat? Or with the Winchester? I don't know. I think he would probably come up with something, like, clever. Like a trap Sean, of Sean sorts. can't hit shit with the, with the gun. No, he really can't. And it disappointed the fuck out of me, like, the whole movie. Who do you think... the whole time he was shooting Who do you movie. trust more in a situation? Walter with an Uzi or Sean with the Winchester? <laughs> Who's gonna get the job done better? I'll, I'll choose Sean with the Winchester because at least it's not in a fucking paper bag <laughs> and rolling across the ground. It's fucking Just bullet going tornado. Off. Yeah, bullet tornado. Yeah. Okay, so do you think who would win in the situation between Doc Holiday versus Walter and Sean? So Walter and Sean teaming up versus Doc Holiday. Uh, I think the two of them could outsmart Doc. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, dude. I don't know if they could outsmart him, but I know they could probably just out power him, out luck him, maneuver. I guess like no, probably not. I don't know, dude, because Doc's smart, but he's also like dead almost. Yeah, he also has like tuberculosis. But that also means that he's already like you know he has it in him to fucking push past that. He Maybe. Could... Imagine what if he's a... the one who started the zombie apocalypse. Imagine an able-bodied Doc Holiday every night. Um. Yeah, I don't know. They could beat him. What I about think. Ed? Ed and... Or by himself or Ed and Sean? No, just Ed. How do you think Ed would do against any of these people? Do you think Ed could beat the dude in a Battle Royale situation? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe just one-on-one if they could use their resources. Ed or Walter? I don't know. Ed has that... Walter has that, like, Vietnam... Like experience. war, yeah, experience. But and he's I feel angry like, and he's stronger. Yeah, but Ed just plays like video games all day, and that shit actually gets you old. Like, I don't know. He's not completely dumb. I would take Walter over Ed in a situation like this. Yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah, he's more mature too. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Is he? Well, at least he pays his own bills. He's more mature in a different way. Uh, yeah, at least he pays. At least he takes care of his shit, and he's not sleeping on someone's couch. Yeah, but he has no social skills whatsoever. Like, I mean, neither do I. But I'm mature. Well, that's, I haven't really heard you yell at people in public before, or pull a gun <laughs> on somebody for. But you have seen me scratch my nuts in public. Final category of the night: spin offs. I got six of these bad boys for you. All right. All right. And it's pretty... The number one is Ed's bald patch. I just want to see a spin-off movie of, of Ed. <laughs> Ed's a little square in Ed's head. How did he like get it? Like how he got it? Or yeah, like it what? has a consciousness and it had like a... The bald, the bald spot itself has a consciousness. And it's like talking to him and they're like a crime-fighting duo or something. <laughs> oh, okay, shit. sure. Whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. I was just thinking how he got it, you know what I mean? Yeah. What if he got kidnapped by aliens or something and that was like where they put like a little, a little, what are those things called? Those little suction cup things? Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, your face. A pro- I was going to say probe and then you said suction cup and I was like, You oh. like those little suction cups that they yeah, put yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like an EKG thing. Yeah. But, I w- so that was going to be my number one, but I did find a quote from an interview about the bald patch. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So. And that didn't go in fun facts. Why? Because I wanted to say it here. Um, 
So the interviewer says, I need to know, is this an in-joke with a huge chunk of hair taken out of the back of Nick Frost's head? And Edgar Wright was like, nope, mm-mm, just, just inspired by Jackass. And then Simon was like, Nick just decided before we shot the film that he should shave a piece of his hair off. Like that's what so they I would, was right. That's what they would be doing if they like got drunk one night and and just never gonna ref like never. Gonna I was right. It. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, nice. And, uh, I was like, I was like, they probably he probably just shaved it because it makes him look more like a like a piece of shit. Yeah, kinda. yeah. Oh, that's right. They used to that yesterday. And um, and Simon was like, yeah, like honestly, we just had like a whole bunch of other shit to do as we were making the movie. And Nick Frost was like, hey, do you guys mind if I shave a piece of my head off? And he was just like distracted and was like, yeah. Whatever, go for it. Just do do whatever you want. I'm I'm busy trying to secure funding for yeah, this movie or whatever. Yeah. And then next thing you know, there's just bald spots in the movie. So uh, he really is a fucking method actor. That's what dude, I'm saying, yeah. dude. I like it. This is making me like him more. You think he shaved that with the same thing that he used to shave his pubes? Probably. Yeah, me too. All right. So this movie also has built-in people for spinoffs. So when Sean, or when Ed is trying to console Sean, he says, you know, there's rich, interesting characters in this, in this bar right now. They're not all saddled fuckers. And Sean is like, like who? And Ed points to the guy and he's like, snake hips. He's a bigamist. He invented the mobile disco. <laughs> that would be a pretty good spin yeah. off of a guy who's just married snake to hips? multiple women. Yeah, this guy named, old guy named Snake Hips with snake boots. Married to multiple women who loves disco and just decided to throw one in the back of a big rig and that's fuck yeah yeah that that'd be a pretty good whatever shenanigans happen in that <laughs> yeah. kind of fucking it's like thing. A, I would picture it as like a like a a buddy road trip kind of movie where it the the mobile disco is going cross country you know what I mean <laughs> and it's like you find yourself on this trip uh-huh. you got the cockasidal maniac the uh, <laughs> The Irish spinster who invented the first interracial uh, hardcore loop. Yeah, yeah. Cafe au lait pour vous. Um, I don't know if I would want to see that spinoff because she's a porn star. So it would have to be porn related, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, what do you mean, dude? You wouldn't want to see that? Uh. Uh, we got John from the North London Mafia, the bar owner. Ed says that he is from the North Mafia, mm-hmm. the North London Mafia. That'd be pretty badass. Like, what did he do? He's good with a knife, like Ed says. Yeah, that probably... There he was probably like a butcher is some backstory there. With Bernie. Um, Big Al. He's referenced multiple times in the movie. Big Al says that the, that the rifle is real. Big Al That's says right. dogs can't look Who's up. Big, Big Al? How does he know all of this? Big Al's been fucking places. That's what I'm saying. And who is he? And what what is he? You know what I mean? And then the... Last one that I have that I think we really need mm-hmm. is ten year old Enrique Ramirez. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> That's a, the only thing that I could think of when you said spin off. <laughs> like just the American bullshit TV at the end. <laughs> I need like more of that. So and of course, my American ass would be like, "Give me more of that one right there." What's <laughs> fucking? <laughs> so at the end of the movie, after the zombies are taken care of and everything's back to normal. Sean's flipping through the channels, and of course, there's a, there's an ad for a show of his ten year old named Enrique Ramirez who had to kill his whole family. And it's like a it's like a Jerry Springer type show yeah. where it has like his name and like a little description on the bottom, 
And, and like, he's like, has, he has his arm crossed. Well, he's holding a gun and he like swings it up to the camera, but he's like looking at the camera and like posing with the gun, kind of. And it's like that weird lighting where it's like washed out a little, like bit. on Mori, where he's yeah, like, yeah, Mori, yeah, my yeah. Zo- my family turned into zombies and I had to kill them all, and yeah. I don't care. And, like, <laughs> exactly, his arms. exactly. That's like the fucking vibe I got when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking kid. Imagine being ten years ten when the age that we were when we saw this movie and you had to kill your entire family. Kill our fam. My fa- yeah. You know what's fucked is that at the time I was so obsessed with zombies and so dedicated to the craft that I probably would have been like if it has to be done it has to be done yeah I know I, we've probably talked about that I've exactly. always prided myself on the fact that I would probably without hesitation shoot my mom if she was a zombie <laughs> uh, <laughs> back then I did but now uh, it would definitely uh, it would I'd definitely chain be them up harder. and try to make like teach them video games yeah Sudoku Tetris <laughs> yeah, Tetris, Tetris Battle, Battle Royale, Royale. <laughs> So, what are you voting for? We got Ed's ball patch. You know what I'm voting for, We got snake hips. I like snake hips, though. I do. I do that like sounds like hips. a good show. We got Cockasidal Maniac. We got John from the North London Mafia. Big Al. Or a movie, I mean. And 10-year-old Enrique Ramirez. I need, yeah, I for sure need him, like, a little <laughs> spinoff with him. That's what the next one should have been. Like, what happened to him after, like... Like, did he kill off his family and did immediately a, get found yeah, by did, the cops or something? Did he become, like, a warden of the state, or... Yeah. Did he have, a like, a aunt? Does he have, like, a hard life now? How does he find love after that? And why... Wait, so it must not... Was he on vacation? How did he get... How did his family... So that means it's in America, too. It's all over the world, exactly. So when you said you'd be in America chilling, not really, though. Yeah, that was me just living in denial. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, I'm definitely picking uh, Enrique Ramirez, Ramirez. 100. Imagine dude, him being like. I was picturing the disco thing as a show the whole time, but thinking about it as a movie, I kind of like that better too. Yeah. Imagine. Maybe. Imagine like falling in love finally, like you're 25 or something, and like your girlfriend's like, "Hey, when am I gonna meet your family? Like, when are you gonna bring me around your family?" And you just have to be like, "Hey, remember when everyone was a zombie at one point? I killed them all." So, that's I don't awkward. have any family. I shot them all in the face. I cut my whole family's head off. She's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> when they were zombies, it's okay. I swear. Oh, okay, okay. That was his. That was a lie. He just killed his family, and he got super. What, he got lucky was, as fuck. <laughs> he killed them, and he was just standing there like. <laughs> and then like. And then the he looked at the window and he the saw that there were zombies yeah. and he was like, oh like, my gosh, thank breaking God. Breaking news. <laughs> and then, yeah. That's like, the oh, spinoff. Oh, shit. That's the spinoff. He just killed it. He just went like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm picturing this being like a, like a, one of those courtroom dramas of like, of him going to trial because there's so Is it like flashing like, back to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The secret is that he killed his family before they were even zombies. And there's like a you know young incoming like spunky, um, what is that word? Attorney. Uh, yeah, like attorney, but like a, a prosecutor. There we go. Okay. That like she's just something fishy about this situation. There's something fishy about ten year old Enrique Ramirez. I don't I don't know. I don't like this. This it doesn't smell man. right. You know what I mean? And it's a courtroom drama about her trying to finally catch this piece of shit ten year old Enrique Ramirez who killed his family. And didn't even know zombies were a thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I got really passionate about that. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd like to just see a movie where, uh, it's like just a kind of a, 
like a drama uh-huh. up until, you know, little, maybe like kind of funny, you know, blah, blah, blah. And at the end, he just snaps and he kills his <laughs> parents. And then he looks like he finds out there's zombies and then the movie's over. Okay. That's it. So the zombies are just at the end. Yeah. Like, that, pull a tank not cl- even a fucking part of the show, really. Pull a tank Cloverfield Lane, you know yeah, how that it, movie Exactly, <laughs> dude. They, yeah. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I'm just... <laughs> so we agree the snake hips should be the... Uh... <laughs> All right, and that's going to do it for episode three of the Crossfade Podcast. Make sure you guys hit us up on Instagram at the Crossfade Podcast, all lowercase, all one word. On Twitter, you can find us at the Crossfade Pod, all lowercase, all one word. If you got any questions, any movie reviews, anything you want to send our way, any... Um, Suggestions? Suggestions. Yeah, we'll take like like suggestions for movies, TV uh, shows, TV shows, video games, stuff like that. Maybe. Anything you guys want to just, you know, anything you thought was funny on the podcast, any spin-offs you guys want to say out, any fun facts you guys have, anything we missed, anything we got wrong, you can hit us up at the Crossfade Podcast JS at gmail.com. Make sure to give us a five-star review if you enjoyed it, even if you didn't enjoy it, still give us that five-star. Um, yeah, don't ever say anything mean to us. Yeah, yeah, just in person either. Yeah. Coddle us. That's pretty much my only request. <laughs> just uh, don't ever make me Be feel me. uncomfortable. And make sure to share with a friend. Uh, big thanks to everyone who's already said something really nice to us, who's done everything, tweeted everything, who's, you know, all the support that we've been getting already. Uh, and we look forward to more episodes. If you want to share with a friend... That helps a lot. All right, later's on the men, Jay. Oh, later, Jobin. I don't know what. <laughs> I just fucking thought we were done. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>